Well, dude, I'm uh, I'm sitting here um, like really forlorn, you know, because I texted you this morning. Yeah. Uh, real forlorn. And I'm still showing the support. Here it is. Still showing the support. Oh, yeah. It never dies. But uh, after leading the National League West from mm-hmm. April to August. <laughs> yeah. The Arizona Diamondbacks two nights ago were officially eliminated from postseason play by being swept by the Colorado Rockies. If, if I had a hat on, I'd I'd take it off. Yeah, and then we add. You know, to, I've got a heart for them. You know. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, dude, you spent a good deal of time here in Arizona. Ten years, man. That's kind of hard to say that I wasn't, you know, <clears throat> hanging out with Arizona. So. And then uh, you know my Cardinals are zero and three. Mm. Yeah, I did. I did see that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. And Dunkin' Donuts are changing their name to just mm-hmm. Dunkin'. <laughs> and then to add insult to all of that injury, Ryan, um, I went and bought this yesterday <laughs> just to make things worse. <laughs> just, to, just to really pack in your week. I'm showing it here on the camera. I know you guys can't see it. It's my 4K copy of Solo. So I'm like, you know, let's make this week as worse as we can get. Let's just let's just cap it off with a $30 copy of Solo on 4K. John, it's Wednesday. What? <laughs> I can I can already hear some reasonable going, I'm a solo, I'm a solo. Yes, it was fun. Of course, it's going to be in the library. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, please. Um, dude, if the holiday special was released on Blu-ray, I would buy it. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Even though oh, I yeah. own a, a pretty beat up, like, downloaded copy from years and years and years ago. But I'm, in, I'm interested in watching this, though, uh, on 4K. Um, well, how many times did you see it in the theater? Just the once? Uh, uno. The, yeah. The only, the only Star Wars movie I've seen in the modern era, which would be like, yeah, you just, know, with the prequels just the ones. <clears throat> that, I, that I only saw one time. So I'm, yeah. I'm excited to go back and revisit it. Yeah. Um, you have not seen it yet, have you? You did not see it in the theater. Yeah. You know, I know. No. Yeah. You're, you're not. It, 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 I don't know, man. Solo it, it, and uh, what? Ant-Man and the Wasp were bad timing for me. It was just well, uh, bad timing. Yeah, you know, and the thing is, too, with both of those, man, um, Ant-Man and Wasp was really good. Uh, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that one. And yeah. we did have a good time at Solo. It just doesn't uh, it just doesn't live up to the other Star Wars movies. I mean, I don't I don't know what else to tell people. It just doesn't. Um, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. I still have uh, a hard time sitting here looking at the cover. And it, it's so out of character, too, for a Star Wars movie because they have the cast, like, right on the, like, you know, it's like Alden Ehrenreich and Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, Donald Glover. Yeah. Star Wars movies don't do that. They don't, they don't put up the, the, the cast names. You know what I'm saying? They've never really done that. Um, and I just, I don't know. I'm sitting here looking at the cover, and uh, I've kind of gotten over the Millennium Falcon looking the way it does. Um Sure. I get it. And, you know, it was the early version of that ship. But, man, dude, uh, you know, Alden Ehrenreich, I mean, he wasn't awful. Aaron Reich, I guess that's how you pronounce it. He wasn't terrible. It's just, man, every time I look at him, it's like, dude, he just does not look like Harrison Ford. It's just, it's a tough one to. Yeah. 
you know, um, but who knows, you know, once I pop it in that, uh, Xbox one S to, uh, to watch it, maybe, maybe sure. I'll absolutely fall in love with it. And I don't yeah. know, you know, now, hey, now that, now that I've already got it under my belt, you know, and I'm kind of like, okay, well, I've already seen it once maybe getting that repeat view. And, and this is one that I think I told you like very much like yeah. and wasp. It's as fun as Ant-Man and wasp was. It's, it's not a big screen like must in my opinion. Yeah. Except for when he gets really big. Yeah. That was I think you may really lose cool. a little something on the, on the home TV, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, y- y- your life won't come to an end. I'll just right get now. real close to the television. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll just get, I'll just, I'll just scoot right in. <laughs> I, uh, you know what, you know what, John, I, uh, you know what I did on Sunday is I made my, uh, my biweekly visit to, to, into in town or I should <laughs> to, say by monthly visit, <laughs> by monthly visit to in town. <laughs> and and visited the the Best Buy. Picked up eggs, a gallon of milk, and a Blu-ray. <laughs> I did. I actually got Deadpool. Oh, you got a two. Blu-ray. What'd you get? Yeah, Deadpool two. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, end this show. <laughs> Reasonable. Thank you guys for listening. You can reach us at. <laughs> Man, I thought I pissed my money away at on Solo. You you ah, really yeah. took the cake. <laughs> I, you know, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I a know fun you movie. did. Did you get the 4K at least? Tell me about the 4K. Oh yeah, version. dude. I got the okay. I got the right. I got the good looking version. <laughs> you know what's really funny is uh I think this is only at Walmart. Yeah. Um 20th Century Fox, you know, like they own obviously a ton of movies, <laughs> which Disney now owns. Uh-huh. Uh and they put sleeves on all of them that are like, and yeah. they have like Deadpool. So they've got like the good, the bad and bad and the ugly with like Deadpool on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty, but, and then they have to have the disclaimer on the back saying that Deadpool is not in this movie. Yep. <laughs> Which they have to put in there. Cause you know, yeah. there'd be some, some dumb, dumb, you know, who would buy the good or the bad and the ugly, which is easily one of the best Westerns of all time with, De- but it's with Deadpool though. Yeah. <laughs> They're just sent through that. Wah, wah, wah. It's like, where's Deadpool at? It's like, man, this film looks really old. <laughs> Why does it look so old? I thought Deadpool was in the. Yeah. Why does it look like there's English dubbed over these guys talking? I don't understand. I'll tell you, the marketing for both of those movies, Deadpool 1 and 2, were just the best marketing. Brilliant. <clears throat> that they've ever brilliant, done. Like the digital brilliant. release, the iTunes store on the Apple TV. You go to the <laughs> iTunes store and every cover for Fox yeah. movies was all Deadpool stuff too. Uh-huh. All the billboards, the Celine Dion music video. Oh yeah. Like, You're a big fan of that. Dude, it's funny and it's 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 the it's a tall glass of cold water when you're leaving Infinity War just, you know, comforting your cr- crying family. <laughs> trying to yeah. trying to but, come up with like, I'm sure they'll be back. <laughs> I know they're under contract. You're you're breaking down twenty movies to watch one, and you're just like, it's like, dude, nah, I want to have a good time. I want to well, have I'd, a good time. I, I would agree with you that Deadpool two was a cold glass of water after Infinity War, but the problem was it was tap water. So even though it was cold, <laughs> it was still tap water. And I'm I'm joking. I'm yeah. joking. Well, but, so is fun. it? Um, is it like a director's edition or something like that? Or like our deleted yeah, it's like scenes? like an unrated cut or something. Okay, so some deleted scenes have been yeah, inserted Yeah, there's like 15 in. minutes. It's like 15 minutes. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm like, oh, Interesting. Okay. You know, and, speak- in true, and in true Ryan goes and buys a movie fashion, I, I haven't watched it yet. You what? <laughs> I haven't. And just in true fashion, 
I haven't watched it yet. Oh, of course not. Is it still <laughs> shrink wrapped? Like it's still shrink wrapped. Yeah, you haven't even <laughs> redeemed your iTunes copy yet. No, I haven't. <laughs> it's like movies anywhere is still like, hey well, man, we could put it. We could put it in your library. Since we're filling everybody in on what we've bought, because you know they're hanging on every word, I did buy one. Well, actually, two other. Movies. Oh man, yeah. This one is the Nightmare Before Christmas. The sing-along edition. Yeah, because I, I sing along when I watch my Disney animated films. Is uh, <laughs> The reason why we got this is in about four days, we are leaving for Halloween Disneyland. Nice. First time ever I have been to, well, actually, my family. First time ever we've been to Disneyland during Halloween. We've been to Disneyland like a bazillion, gajillion times. But this is uh, for Halloween. Long-time listeners of the show know Halloween and Christmas are like, this is the best time of the year for me. I just, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Right. Um, yeah. They literally blend together uh, in our world. So yeah, this was actually on sale. And you know what's interesting about this movie um, is I, man, I disliked it so much when I first saw it in the theater, like way back in the early 90s. I just did yeah. not think it was that great. <clears throat> it's one that kind of just grows on you. Yeah. But, um, and it, I don't think it, I don't think Disney expected it to be like what it ended up becoming. You know what I'm saying? That's a wonderful cult hit. Like it's oh, just I, cult hit. I think it's I think it's mainstream at this point, dude. I really I mean, do. You, you I mean, have it, a really good point. It, it, it I, I think it sat like cult favorite for a while, and then yeah. it just like became mainstream um, because Jack Skellington and Sally uh, and Oogie Boogie and um, they pretty much take front and center. Um, at Disneyland yeah. during Halloween time. I mean, that's like, you know, but yeah, it probably has, you know, honestly, it might have a lot to do with it. If, if Disney's pimping it inside yeah, of, you know, you know, Disney world for a few years, then. And so why wouldn't it be? Uh, yeah, man. You know what? It's it, what, what I was going to say is really interesting is, uh, for this being such an older movie, sometimes when you get at these older movies and you give them the, you know, the HD treatment, um, yeah, they, they sometimes don't look that great because it really yeah. exposes the source material. Right. Yeah. And I think that's why, uh, at least in my own personal opinion, we probably won't see 4k versions of the original star Wars trilogy, mm-hmm. maybe the prequels, maybe, uh, but even then only revenge of the Sith was the only one that was filmed in HD, uh, digitally. Yeah. Uh, and that's why if you have Revenge of the Sith on Blu-ray, um, that's why that one looks so freaking good is because yeah. it was actually filmed in HD. But I think like, you know, uh, when you you can only master these so much before, like you said, you just start showing like, you know, the strings, you know, yeah. holding <laughs> stuff up, <laughs> you know, um, but this is not a widescreen movie. It's a it's a four three uh, aspect ratio. Now, it's not a it's not a pan and scan. You know, where they alter the camera to move like back and forth right. like they used to do for like old school VHS. <clears throat> but it uh, on a modern day high def TV, it will fill up most of it, except for like the very edges. You'll get black bars on the left. Wow. And right. I did not. Wow, yeah. Did not and that. and so interesting that it which tells me that this movie was not shot widescreen. So when it was showing in theaters, it was it was in a four three format. Yeah. And they probably had to because of that type of animation at the time, that stop motion. I mean, a lot of work went into, you know, that movie. Um, and my guess yeah. would be that it was probably a, a time 
and dollar saving feature. I don't know, but yeah, um, it looks amazing uh, on Blu-ray. Absolutely nice. stunning. You know, those colors. Anyway, I know this isn't a nightmare before Christmas podcast, but again, okay. it just takes us back to Disney and their <laughs> Blu-rays. They just <laughs> nail it. <laughs> <laughs> they got the technology to do a good transfer. Absolutely. Well, dude, speaking of uh, Deadpool, um, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. It was supposed to be released tonight, uh, but we have been doing pre-show. We're still a few hours away, to be honest with you. Still a few hours away. Uh, probably, my guess, Ryan, would be this is going to be the last X-Men movie before Marvel takes over. And, of course, we're talking about the Dark Phoenix uh, trailer. We yeah. got a weird age we live in, buddy, that we get teaser trailers for trailers. Um <laughs> Is that oh, what tonight's going to be? It's going to be a no. Teaser that's what trailer? it was this morning. This morning was like a teaser trailer. So if you went on, if you go on YouTube and you type huh. in uh, now, I, again, folks, you're listening to us after this has already been released. But early in the morning today, if you went to YouTube yeah. and you typed in Dark Phoenix trailer, you got a, an an audio teaser with just some audio clips from the movie. Oh, just an audio and Magneto thing. speaking about how he's never seen power like this before. And then um, there you go. Hmm. So yeah, chances are probably going to be the last. Uh, would you say that, like, just this continuity? I know we're, we're going to use that term real loosely here tonight, and we're not, <laughs> and we're not going to kick a dead horse here tonight with that. Yeah, but. there's there's plenty of hours of us yelling about the <laughs> X Men continuity. Yeah, there will be no continuity talk tonight. But but do you think this is like this is it, or do you, because I mean Kevin Feige has said the X-Men are going to be a part of the MCU. I mean, he said that earlier this week. They they are going to be a part of it. Yeah, X-Men should be. So do you think they build off of what we have gotten? Um, If they don't, it'll be a highly disappointing movie. Really? Like I'm, I, I'm, that's where I'm at on that, man. So you don't think, you don't think Marvel should start over fresh? Yes, I do. Maybe you misunderstood my question. Maybe I did. Okay, let me rephrase it. Maybe, maybe it was too confusing. So we've got Dark Phoenix. Okay. Uh, comes out, <clears throat> well, I think, 2020. Dude, don't. That is really gross. What? <laughs> He's licking his straw. John is trying to talk, and I'm just I'm making a fool out of myself on camera just to Disgusting. see if I can make him giggle. Yeah. <laughs> that, in that floral print shirt you're wearing, you, just, you, you look like you're a, like a PI from, like, you know, Tampa. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I caught him in the I'm motel. I got him in the motel room with a prostitute. I don't know. It just <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and there's our show title. <laughs> got him in the motel room with a prostitute. Now, now we're we're just gonna cut it. It's just gonna be in a hotel room with a prostitute. Just in let people room. figure out where the heck there this show's going. See, no. now, you, now you got here, you saw the show title, now you're here, now you know what it's from. And there's going to be someone who listens all the way through going, where's the prostitute? No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't hear anything about You guys really gypped me. So, no, what, my question was, when, when Marvel uh, Studios officially takes over X-Men, yeah. will they build on what has come before? Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, First Class, Days of Future Past, or is it just a clean break and they start with fresh new storytelling? Okay, then my answer, I guess, would still be the same. If they did, 
it would be disappointing. If they built on what was already existing. If they built off okay. the existing content, it would be disappointing. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. I, I just, it's too much of a, it's, it's, Honestly, it's way too much of a mess. New Mutants, I feel like, has been radio silent since the first trailer. My guess uh, is that's probably going to be canned, dude. I, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if it's sitting yeah, on a shelf somewhere right now. Yeah. Um, because there's been zero news about it. I mean, nothing. Not even farts in the wind on it. Like it's just nothing. So I don't know, man. Like I feel like that movie was already it was already disappointing when Doom we from knew. The start. Doomed when from we the start. knew it was yeah, when we knew that Logan was having no continuity beyond what it was after I guess after the fact, um, especially when you had just the gift given to oh, you of X twenty three, right? Just the gift. Oh. Here's here's all your characters. Here you go, and they just go okay, mm. okay. We're just gonna go back and do what we want. <laughs> I mean, you, you couldn't have asked for a better a better setup. You Dude, know, because I mean, really. it, it legitimately would have been, yeah, new mutants, right? Like yeah, a, it, it, a like new, said, a new X Men, what, whatever, whatever, yeah. however, however you want to frame it. The gift is yours, correct? Like, here you go. Yes, and I and I think that's what you and I both were were hoping for. Yeah, uh, because we both came away from Logan, you know, very pleasantly sur- surprised, enjoyed yeah. it. Again, we're not we're not talking continuity. We we had yeah. our issues with that. If you if you put a, a lot of that to the side, yeah, it's a great movie. It, it's a it's a uh-huh. fantastic farewell to Hugh Jackman and in oh, his it's, version of of Wolverine. Yeah. One of the best movies. Like it's yeah. so good. Yeah, but and, and so building on that though, like honestly, when we step into the dark, when we step into Dark Phoenix, um, you know we're missing. We're missing. We're still missing. We're still missing Logan. We're going to be missing Wolverine completely. We missed him in the last movie too. You know he wasn't. No, in, wait, he was in. He was in Apocalypse. Oh, am I missing? Remember? Yep. Yeah, Jean Grey and and the gang encountered him at Alkali Lake. Oh well, yeah, as a cameo. Yeah, as right. He was Weapon X at the time. Yeah, uh, he was. He was the cam. That's right. I remember, it was oh, the yeah. cameo. Yeah. So this so this in, is going to be the first. Like, this will be the first X Men movie with no Hugh Jackman in it. Yeah. So yeah. the without the cameo, like when we come over that, okay, that's fine. Like you, you move on, but now we're getting deep into X-Men lore and it's like, you're removing one of the main characters completely out mm-hmm. of the, of the film franchise. You're, you, you've got no, because Hugh Jackman was your continuity. Like Hugh Jackman was continuity throughout the entire series. That's even that's, his brief little scene in first class. Yeah. Ended Continuity. up playing a huge part in Days of Future Past. Right. Continuity. I mean, in, like yeah, just, in, in what? How, was how long was he and on so, screen in first class? It, barely 15 seconds, if that. What, they walked into the bar, asked him, and got out, right? Yeah, he tells them to, you know, <clears throat> you know off. F off. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then they leave. And they walk out. And that was five seconds? <laughs> yeah. Five seconds of scene time? But again, and so you have, you have again, one of, the, one of the main reasons why people were watching X-Men, why we read the X-Men comic books was there was a great team dynamic, but this Wolverine, this Wolverine, he's the, glue. He's, he's the rogue, right? He's, yeah. he's the Raphael. He is, you know, it's, it's, he, he's the one with all the, the, the issues that you got to dive into and you really want to explore the character and you really want to figure him out. And, but that's what drew you in. And now we're going to be completely ripped of him. He's gone. 
Like no more Hugh Jackman because honestly, like I don't think I, he's I, coming I, back either, man. He's like, not coming yeah. back. If he, I know, is, I know we held that'd out. That'd be kind of wild. Yeah, that'd be we wild if he hope. did. I can't imagine him walking back on screen. Infinity War Part it, Two. <laughs> maybe maybe no. Infinity War Part Two. <laughs> but but secondly, like he would walk back in on screen with this real young group of mutants, and not and and with the impossibility of the relationship growing between him and Gene. Because oh, yeah. she's like a teenager at this point. So yeah, it would, yeah. I think she's a young adult. She might be 20 or something like that. Right? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that's a good. Well, I mean. The the unfortunate part of the pacing between first class days of future past and apocalypse is we're talking, you know, uh, close to almost three decades and no one has aged physically, you know, in 20 some yeah. years. So so. Who know who knows how old they're wanting her to be? It's a mess. It's been a mess. They had a you know, they had one shot and they when you reset the timeline, then you go right back into continuity issues. I have no idea, man. Like just finish your contracts and let's move on. Yeah, it it's uh it's interesting. Oh of course, yeah. Yeah, I I will see it as well too. I'll see it, but dude, I'm Well, it's it's cool. interesting because I, I look at the current cast um, that has been used since first class and yeah. really never had an issue at all with, I think, with any of the casting and looking at it going, oh, that was a bad pick. Uh, I, I, I haven't felt that way. I think what has been tremendously overused and, yeah. and who knows how it, it's going to play out in the movie is having Magneto uh, in essentially every X-Men movie. He has been in there. Yeah. And I really like Sophie Turner. Mm-hmm. I really do. You know that I'm a, I'm a Game of Thrones fan. Her character on that show, uh, Sansa Stark, is one of the most compelling characters over the last couple seasons. She plays that character very well. And in you go back to like the first season of that show up until <clears throat> where it's at now. She has done a great job of not only is she's aged, but she has aged her character at the same time. Hmm. And when she was cast as Jean Grey, I didn't think that was a bad pick at all. And no. I, I think she was one of the more... Um, no pun intended, um, shining stars of Apocalypse. I enjoyed her scenes. I, I thought she did those very well. I thought she emoted very well at the end when she unleashed the Phoenix on Apocalypse. And she didn't know what it was, and it just kind of came flying out of her. She's tearing up. She's emotional. She's, I, thought she, I thought she did that very, very well. Now, you can only do so well with the source material that's given you <laughs> as well, too. Yeah. She wasn't handed, uh, you know, <clears throat> Lady Macbeth um, <laughs> to play. She was handed a Jean Grey that um, really, Ryan, I think you would agree, has not always been written very well, uh, save for probably X2, uh, has not been a, a well-written yeah. character and, and oftentimes has not reflected her comic book counterpart uh, at right. all, really. But, you know, I'm looking forward to a, an X-Men movie franchise that will be a part of the MCU. And yeah. to, to just to be really honest, going to be freed from James McAvoy 
freed from David Fassbender or Mike, excuse me, Mike, David, I called him his Prometheus name. Um, Michael Fassbender, uh, um, you know, Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> What's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. J-Lo. J-Law. Uh, free from, you know, potentially, you know, Sophie Turner, free from Patrick Stewart, free from Sir Ian McKellen, yeah. free from yeah. Hugh Jackman. I, I, th- it, it'll be tough to say goodbye to some yeah. of those actors yeah. because they, they, they were iconic. You know, we, yeah. we felt it when Professor X died in Logan. Yeah. That sucked, yeah. right? Yeah. But it had to well, happen. We felt, we felt every single moment of pain that he had. Yeah. <clears throat> and, it, and it's time to say goodbye to yeah. these incarnations and in casting of these characters. And Michael Fassbender, fantastic as Magneto. Not a complaint. Yeah. James McAvoy is, is Professor X. Not a complaint. Jennifer Lawrence is Mystique. Not a complaint. The only complaint that I have with Mystique is she's supposed to be a bad guy. She's not a good guy. She's supposed to be one of the bad guys. <laughs> they, yeah. they made her, they made her like the, um, I, like the ideal of a mutant. It's like she's. They're making her an anti-hero. Yeah. It, it, it didn't work. She's a villain. She's a villain. And uh, it has, again, it has nothing to do with Jennifer Lawrence's ability as an actress. She played Mystique very well, yeah. but it just wasn't written correctly. So yeah, yeah. man, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing this trailer. Uh, I think visually, I think it's going to look, you know, very CGI like the last one was a lot of green screen, yeah. a lot of like, you're really going to be able to point out what is real, what's not, what's phony, what's fake. And I'm anxious for it to end. And it kind of hurts because you, you think of all the bright spots that these movies have had, like, you know, X2, oh, yeah. Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. Logan. Yeah. I know you and I are divided on the Wolverine. Um, yeah. But, man, there's, there, first class was very enjoyable. But, man, there's been so much, you know, just <laughs> the Deadpool, yeah. I think, is an example. You can say that it exists in the X-Men universe, but so different, such a breath of different fresh air. But it is, it's going to be nice to say goodbye to it and get yeah. it back to the people who know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. I, um, and that's, and I think I'm, I'm excited for everything that you said in addition to an expanded universe. Um, we have, X Men has been shackled by the, by not knowing what to do with the X Men universe, number one. Um, and they they had the responsibility, honestly, and this is what kind of it's kind of sucky, but it's kind of the card you were dealt. But it opened the door to see, you know, we opened the door to get Iron Man to where he was, right, with X Men One and and X Men Two and X Men Three, and I think, and as they move that franchise along, I felt I felt like they didn't know how to get out of that bubble. There's a very tight bubble that they're in with only a few characters really roaming around there's roaming around inside of this bubble and I don't feel like they understand how to blow that out and you know we saw the blowout inside of MCU obviously we've made it from Iron Man 1 and Warmonger or uh, yeah Warmonger to Stain yeah <clears throat> yeah all the way to Thanos snapping half of the universe away like those are the that the, we've gone in that direction, and that was planned. You know what I mean? They were writing those movies. They were writing this this you know layout. They were visualizing what could happen when they got to Thanos. And X Men never had that. They they X-Men. tried with they had their own quote unquote Thanos with Apocalypse. 
Yeah, he that was, was right dealt there. with in a movie. Yeah, he was right there. <laughs> he was the villain and dead in one movie. Um, and I think they didn't because they don't know. I mean, that's the yeah, deal. It's like, ridi- you when you think about it, when you, when you really put it that God way, it's so ridiculous that he was introduced, created as a villain, and then died in in two hours. Yeah. So he <laughs> so, really, so he really wasn't as bad ace as they wanted us to think. And and I think that yeah. Ryan, I think that's really. That's been one of the core issues, I think, with the X-Men movies. Yeah. Is, is why they continue to go back to Magneto. <clears throat> He's complicated. He, you can write him okay. Like, Correct. you know, you're comfortable in writing Magneto to do what Vag- Magneto needs to do. And I think, <clears throat> it, to, be, to be real, it's just, that's where, that's where it kind of boils into me. Is just, man, like, they have yet to get out of their bubble. And I, one, it could be licensing rights. Like they don't have the rights to get out of their bubble. Like that's where they can, they can stay. But I feel like there's, they don't know how to blow it out anyway. Well, you and I discussed, you know, Marvel's, the, the conspiracy theory on that is purposefully in print, purposefully not introducing anything fresh and new into the X-Men books. Because that's 20th hard to and, call a conspiracy theory anymore. I think that's pretty much spot on. Because after, yeah. the, after, the, after the announcement that almost it was a done deal with Fox, X-Men's X, front you know, and center X-Men's again. back the, on the shelf. Yeah. So, or Fantastic Four is back on the shelf, I should say. Because that yeah. was the franchise that they were kind of really killing. Was yeah, and, and there, were so, there were so many great options, I think, for that as well, too. Because, I mean, if, if 20th Century Fox was looking to universe build, I mean, you had... Essentially, the cornerstone of Marvel, uh, yeah. with Fantastic Four. Now, there, there were characters who came before that, but dude, I mean, that's what Marvel was known for. Yeah, they had Spider Man, they had Captain America, they had all these other characters that came before the Fantastic Four. But man, dude, that was like, that yeah. was a cornerstone. And so, so yeah, dude, I, I'm with see, you. Like, you know, I'd like it, to see it blow it out. Like, let's blow this yeah, thing out, man. Let's yeah. get back into space. Let's, I mean, just those, just the, all the, all of where Guardians of the Galaxy and, and them meeting X-Men, like there was moments where we, where we had the, the, the space adventures of X-Men. Yeah. Where Dark Phoenix would take you into the outer, outer reaches of space and you would meet all these new characters mm-hmm. right inside the X-Men universe. And it's just, they kept it very no one, earthbound, except no one for this one. It. This one will will take place in space. You'll have the Shi'ar Empire and things like that. But it, it took them a long time to get there. And honestly, like at this point, I cannot imagine. I mean, like I can't imagine it because right, because whatever. But I honestly, I don't think that we're gonna see. I hope that we're gonna see it just a complete. You know, thank you very much. This has been great. Let's turn the lights off. Yeah. Yeah. And let's let Kevin and Marvel pick back up and start it. Yeah, the the only thing that I could potentially see is a it'll be interesting to see how this movie is released as well too. Uh is it released under the you know 20th century, you know, bum ba ba bum ba 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 bum ba bum, you know, so. or is it going to be It's still underneath like Fox is still promoting. Okay. Yeah. You know, are they do they throw in a little end credit teaser? How do you do that somehow links to the MCU? Uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's, I think that's the, the exciting part yeah. of all of this is knowing yeah. that it is going to go into the hands of, of the MCU and yeah. 
really going to fill a pretty big void because I, th- I think it's safe to assume this is going to be yeah. at least Chris Evans's last uh, Marvel movie, uh, Infinity, yeah. what, whatever, Infinity War Part 2, whatever it's going to be called. Robert Downey may still hang around. We know Chris Hemsworth. There's still there's talk that Thor will kind of just show up from time to time. But, you, you know, if you take away the three core characters that helped build the MCU in Tony, Bruce, or excuse me, Tony, uh, Thor, and, and Cap, who better to fill a pretty big gap? And I think they're going to working on that with Captain Marvel. Yeah. Is introducing, you know, X-Men. And it would be a great opportunity to have a space-faring X-Men. And who knows, man? Disney may already, because this movie, dude, uh, uh, Dark Phoenix has already been pushed back twice. So yeah. it they very well, there already could be someone working on something in the script that bridges this movie and brings it into the MCU. Who knows? Mm. I think we're too early for all of that. But I, I'm or with I you, think though. We're too late. I think, I think, I think we're too late to start trying to ham yeah, those and, things and I together. Think that it, I, yeah. what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if it hasn't been talked about. Yeah. I'm in the camp that you don't need to do that. That you, yeah. that you have enough creative people writing in the MCU that you don't need the jabronis who were writing the X-Men movies for Fox. Yeah. You know, bringing over some of their harebrained ideas yeah speaking of harebrained i'm gonna shift the gear because uh if you're cool unless you there's unless you want to add something to that i I think that my last my last uh thought on that would be um when i think we're gonna see here's what i wish i guess if i could wish beyond wishes of x-men introductions what i wish to see is um in credit scene of dr strange 2 I would like to, there, I think that could be the moment where they could introduce, we've already introduced universes. We've already introduced parallel worlds. The multiverse exists. We know that from Dr. Strange one, we know that's the thing. And I would like to see maybe an end credit sequence where a glint of something happens. And that's how we get introduced into X-Men maybe being pulled in. And this, this movie will, um, this will come after Infinity War 2, right? Doctor Strange 2? No, 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 no. X-Men. Uh, this, no, this is February 14th. Okay. So I don't think we're going to see much on X-Men side, Fox's X-Men side of linking with MCU, but Except I think for Doctor, Doctor Strange... Strange? No, no, no. I'm just hoping for Doctor Strange 2, like the sequel to Doctor Strange. Hinted at an X-Men? Boy, no. I, I got lost there, pal. I'm you did. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm in the let's weeds back up, over here. Let's back up the boat. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the moment that I would like to see X-Men introduced into the oh, MCU is in Doctor would be Strange at the do- okay. end credits of Doctor Strange 2, where Doctor okay. Strange is doing something, exploring parallel universes, exploring the multiverse, and he finds a group of superheroes. Okay. In, all right. in a parallel universe. Okay. That may. Okay. I, I th- all right. I thought you meant like it as an end credits for uh, Dark Phoenix. I'm like, man, you just completely undid what you just said. Nope. Like, <laughs> I, you tuned, I guess you tuned out halfway through. I'm sorry. What was that? 
Wowie. <laughs> No, I just, uh, yeah, I just, I I made my own little rabbit trail out of that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Along with the Dark Phoenix news um, in Hairbrain, we've gotten a lot of. Well, yeah. Very, yeah. Boy, I've been waiting to kind of sound off on this. Uh, This Joker origin movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, We've gotten a couple of still shots. We've gotten. some actual scene being filmed, but there you can't really hear the audio where he's arguing with a guy in a clown suit. Yeah. In the street. And it's then we got a, just been uh, a new clip today too. Okay. I, and it's of a new set video of him crying in a, in a, in a, in a, in a uh, phone booth. Okay. And in full clown makeup. <clears throat> Yeah, and then yeah, then there is a uh, interesting little clip where he morphs into wearing um, kind of the iconic, you know, crushed purple velvet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sans really any sort of disfigurement, just his face painted, you know, very clownish. Now, Ryan, yeah. um, I don't really want to take the whole show on this, but I, I, there, I don't like this. I really, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like it. Can I, can I say it again? I don't like it. We have already seen this type of Joker. Stringy haired, skinny. Heath Ledger played it to a T. And it, this is starting to look like, well, what if we were to take the Jack Nicholson Joker and the Heath Ledger Joker and kind of mix them up together, what would we get? I don't know. And I, I don't care. I, it, it's really a question I've never asked. Yeah. And I don't... And, you know, we talk about, we talk about Solo <clears throat> really not being a story that had to be told. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't a story that had to be told. Right. Because all the elements of that story, we already had enough pieces that we could put the picture together. <clears throat> right. And, and not really need to have a lot of stuff plug and played. When it comes to the Joker, I know we have a Joker origin in print and everyone goes to the killing joke. Mm hmm. And that sometimes, Ryan, is even still up for dispute as to as if that is a canonized version yeah. of his origin. In fact, in the DC universe right now, there are three Jokers running around. Yep. And that little riddle, no pun intended, no, not trying to bring the Riddler into this, but. Batman hasn't even solved that. He can't, he can't get his, he can't get wrapped around that. He can't get it, uh, that under control. So yeah, he man. never really I, knows which yeah. Joker he's going to run into. Yeah. And there's three of them running around. He had one in prison for a while down in the bat cave, but now that right. one's out <laughs> yeah, after the events of, of uh, dark metal. Uh, we got one running around in the, in the Legion of doom in the justice league. We don't know which mm-hmm. one that one is. 
So, yeah. well, the multiverse broke. So yeah, and then yeah, and the source walls open. So who knows? And and who knows? even the the Batman who laughs is now going to be partnering up with the Legion of Doom uh, in the Justice. What League. a nightmare! Literal nightmare. Yeah. The the so, th- and the thing about this movie, I know, is just it's you know they they they're saying that it's going to be following. And I hate it when they hear this because it's not based on, but it's going to be following the um, <clears throat> the events of Killing Joke. But I think it's just the origin story that they're going to be focusing on is the Joker origin story. Correct. And has a Batman and, been even I don't know. like hinted at being in this movie? Because I don't know. I, I, I know. I don't know. I, I haven't seen any news no, about any I, sort of Batman being introduced here. And that's a tough yeah. sell, dude. That's a tough sell. I don't. I. I feel like, and we we talked about this a little bit the other day offline, and it was just the the perpetual throwing of feces at a wall, and just trying to make trying to make something stick. And we, you know, we went off on DC last time on last show. I'm not going to do it again. But that's where, and at this point, seeing this movie come to fruition, after seeing the rumors, um, you know, it was just like, man, I, I hope, I hope they don't do this in Venom. Like that was my only, those were our thoughts months ago. It was just like, man, I really hope they don't do a Joker movie, and I really hope they don't do Venom. I even went on record as saying I didn't think this movie would come to fruition. If you remember, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I was like, no, this isn't gonna. Happen. I was shocked when I saw photos, and I'm like, oh, great, here we go. Here we go. I didn't. I had no idea that this was actually going to do. And here we are, and it's being filmed, and we'll see kind of what's going to happen. But, dude, like, I, there's no excitement for this movie. There's, there's no excitement. You know, the, 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 the echo chambers are going to be the echo chambers of just oh my gosh, he looks so good. He looks better than blank. He looks better than this. And he looks, this is going to be the real Joker. No, this is going to be, it's one, it's going to be a one-shot movie. There's not going to be a sequel to this. Because if you're telling me Joaquin Phoenix is doing a multi-part Joker movie, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doubting that number one. No, no. That guy it, is, yeah. Yeah, he's not, I, I can't imagine. No. That's like an Edward Norton multi-part Hulk. Like, I just don't see it. Like, I don't see it happening. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I'm just, this one, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm just tired. I'm exhausted. This, this, it's just, there's too I, much. I don't understand. just like, I'm, it's, there's too much garbage right now on all this stuff. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And I, you and need I don't, to focus, like focus. Just I don't, focus yeah, your exactly. Efforts. Make one like you made man of steel and and it and it polarized people that some said it was fantastic some said it was terrible i'm in the middle on it to be honest with you like i could take it or leave it but people could say that about iron man one i could take it or leave it you know what i mean like it's just how you make the movie and what you want to do but if they focused and just made movies based on current based on a one based on a universe of characters that would that that would be compelling and just focused one at a time here we go here's this character all right now here's this character all right now here's this character now you fall in love with every single one of them and now you get to see them team up later but like then now we're seeing this offshoot like why did you sell the rights to joker to be made uh, as a movie from who's this todd phillips yeah and produced by martin scorsese 
produced by Martin Scorsese, right? It, just because it, I think honestly, because it has the Scorsese name on it, is that is that really why this thing is going as far as it go as as it's going? More than likely, but you know, and I asked you the question via uh, text the other day when um, I think is when I sent you a um, the still shot of of Joaquin. I said, you know, I, when I said I hate everything about this. And I asked you, I said, I, why can they not do this? What, why can't they take this idea with Jared Leto? Because number one, and, and I know, you know, we talked, dude, you can't use a DC movie, DC EU movie, except for Wonder Woman, without, without using the adjective polarizing. I know Leto's interpretation was polarizing. But man, did I find that fascinating because I had never yeah. seen a Joker like that before. And sure. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I really did. And I wasn't just fan, you know, being a fanboy. I was like, I really like this bling bling yeah. Joker. This is a cool Joker. I want to yeah. know how we got this version of the Joker. Why does he wear a gold grill? Is it because Batman's punched all the teeth out of his head? Why is he this bling bling gangster? How did, how did we get this one? We yeah. already quote unquote know by print and really the killing joke is not some obscure comic book where people go, whoa, that's a rare one. I've never heard of that one. It's been made into an animated movie. Uh, that really isn't that good either, but it is a well-known book. Yeah. Why do we need to rehash that with a Joker that has nothing to do with even a Nolan trilogy, a Tim Burton version, or a DCEU version? Wouldn't it have made, I, I think, Ryan, it would have made more sense yeah. to have a Leto origin movie and how he got to where he's at. I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> but I think that could have worked. But then, what, I think yesterday, two days ago, Birds of Prey now has a release date, as does the Joker and Harley Quinn with Margot Robbie. Jared Leto and what is allegedly we'll see yeah supposed to be uh Affleck's last appearance as uh Batman and Batman is supposed to play a much bigger role uh in the Joker Harley Quinn movie now it could be the setup to the death of Jason Todd who knows who knows but I gotta tell you man I'm more excited hearing about that I'm like wow okay that could be really cool I liked yeah. Margot Robbie and Jared Leto's chemistry as yeah. those two. They were yeah. great together. They played bonker bonkers very good with each other. Yeah, it was wonderful. Yes. And man, I see this Joaquin Phoenix garbage. I'm just like, I don't want that. I, I, we were just introduced to something. To a new Joker. But not even what, two generation. years ago, Ryan? 2016 is, is when Suicide Squad came out? Yeah, man. To a brand new thought and a string. And we were going to, man, like, take us down this thought. 
Like, take us to the end. Like, how long is this going to go? Because we need to go to the end on this thought process. And we want to see, yeah, again, like just to echo what you were saying, we want to see how the Joker got there. We want to see Harley, Qu- like we saw Harley, Harley Quinn's um, her backstory origin, in Suicide her quote, unquote, Squad. Her but, origin, yeah. yeah, but we want to see where, where this Joker came from. We want to see that. And why are we, it's just mudding the waters. Like, why would, let's bring it around, man. Let's just bring it right around. Why in the world? Would you make a, uh, I don't know, a Captain, I mean, it's just Captain America, right? Let's make a Captain America MCU movie, First Avenger, and start him off to, and then two years later, make a, make a random one-shot Captain America movie. Or a Red Skull movie with, that has no tie to, yeah, it, it makes no like, sense. And Mark, what? yeah, no sense. None. I, I just, I just don't. I just, I'm. And, and when I think about Ryan, when I think about how you D, DC and Warner Brothers can start to patch the holes that are in this ship, that's called the DCEU. Yeah. Is and and maybe this will be addressed in the Joker and Harley Quinn movie. I don't know. It's really just all guessing right now. But what I would love to see is for it to be a quote unquote prequel set between Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice and how those two pushed Batman. It it could be the death of Robin, but what they did to completely push him over the edge to where he feels he has to kill Superman and blow up bad guys to get his point across. That's what I would want to see. Would it be dark? Yes. Should it be dark? Yes. Because yep. that's a dark subject matter. And, ma- and throw that R rating on there. Boom. This is rated R. This is a Joker, Harley Quinn, how they yeah. killed Robin and pushed Batman over the edge. Yeah. Wonderful. Boom. And it fits in with the DCEU. It fits with where his mentality was at, um, with his response to Kal-El. It fits with the conversations he had in the very broken version of Justice League where Diana is trying to heal him as well, too. Mentally, yeah. she's working on him, giving him love, fixing him. Because buried in all the mess that is the Justice League is a Batman who's being rehabbed. Yeah. He's being rehabbed. Unfortunately, it just doesn't come out the way it should. And I don't think we're going to get a Snyder cut. So fanboys, you got to let that go. It ain't coming. <laughs> let it go. It ain't coming. Yeah. But that's what I would love to see, Ryan. Rather than some offshoot movie that's going to have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And I just, I don't I think we're, I think we're looking at the death of DCEU. I, it very well could be, man. It, it could be. And I think, I think that's why this movie's getting made. I think. We had, we had a couple of, we had, we had a success in Wonder Woman. And uh, right now, that, that can be argued that that's it. You know, that was uh, the... I think you could present an argument. I think you could. Uh, Suicide Squad did do much better than expected. Critically, it wasn't loved, but it made... Uh, I don't know. I don't have Box Office Mojo up right in front of me. I don't know if you want to look it up. I think it only made about $100 million less than Wonder Woman. So, I mean, yeah. it was, it was up there. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, but still, again, like to your your to your point, Dawn of Justice wasn't great until we got the home home version. That's when it became great. Yeah, Justice League. Well, <laughs> it is what it is, right? I mean, we yeah. got we got what we got. There's some delicious nuggets of chocolate in there, and there's a whole lot of rabbit poop as well, too. And sometimes it was hard to tell the difference between the two. But consistently, from beginning to end, yeah, it was Wonder Woman in terms of like a consistently good story. And yeah, I hope not. It was. I, I hope it's not the end, man, because we still have Shazam. We have Aquaman. 100 million. About 100 million less than Wonder Woman. Yep. So it hung in there. Yeah, and I'm not saying it does. I'm just saying, like, in terms of like, it's it. Let's more people talk about like Wonder Woman at, though than they do yeah. Suicide Squad. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, and it made it made much more. It made I think it made that 100 million domestically difference too. Mm-hmm. It was it was higher received. It was highly. Oh yeah, received. yeah. There was definitely more repeat views. Dude, I saw that one. I think three times in the theater. Yeah, two or three. But well, in terms of that, like you've got Wonder Woman. I think right now she's the only one that's carrying this this franchise moving anywhere so then i say um, that's who you build on going forward you've got an she's your cornerstone opportunity with uh with flash well, uh that hasn't been that that story hasn't been broken yet no and you've got an opportunity with him through the multiverse and you've got there you go there is a way to right the wrongs and yeah. we're we're not even adding into the mix. Henry Cavill is he Superman? Is he not? We don't know. Right. That news broke what last week. Yeah. That uh, that his that talks are apparently not going well. Is essentially what it all it all broke down to. There's scheduling conflicts. He was no longer going to appear in Shazam. Shazam, uh, because of scheduling conflicts, and then apparently. I don't know if it was hyperbole based on that or not, but it was that uh, that Henry's out, and but it it seemed to jump from not appearing to Shazam to no longer being Superman really fast, and nothing has really broken since. And I, it was and his manager actually tweeted out, he's still Superman. We're, t- we're but we're in talks like talks are happening, so. Uh, you know, and of course he did the the fun little held Superman up in his Instagram and just kind of was just like today yeah, was fun. Whatever that was, I, I think it was just laughing at. I think it was laughing at nothing. I think that's really what it was. Like everybody made a really big deal about not something that happens every day in Hollywood. It's <laughs> good. Point. I really do. I like, yeah, and I could yeah. be wrong on this, and I'm totally fine with that. But if I think the the post from Cavill proved that he's laughing at all the drama that was kicked up over nothing over a, over a Tuesday in Hollywood talks happen. Contract negotiations happen every single day. It happens all the time. So it's, it's kind of silly to be, everyone's gotten worked up over the whole thing. And it's like, and I think that's what his post was about. He's holding up the little Superman doll and, and, and said today was fun. And I think it was just like, dudes, what what in the world? Because if it was a sincere, I'm no longer Superman, he would come on that Instagram and say, it's been fun. Thank all yeah. my fans. We had a really good time. You know, that's exactly what would happen because Robert Downey Jr. was probably going to do the same thing. I had a lot of fun. Thank you so much. I can't, I only appreciate the fans on this one. As I step away from Iron Man, 
burp a derp a derp. I love you so much. Thank you. Yeah. That's what would happen. But he didn't do that. He had fun with it, which to me only tells me that he's not going to blow off his fans. He's not going to blow. He's not going to piss off all the people that liked him as Superman just for a gag. Like he's, he's just having fun with like drama over nothing. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I hope this isn't the end of, of the DCEU. I, I still <clears throat> am a true believer that it can be, it can be rehabbed. It can be repaired. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and you know, I, I know that we've got a lot of folks, you know, on our, on our Twitter feed and in, in person who will tell us, man, you guys seem to be kind of, you know, hard. There was not, there's nothing wrong with the DCEU. Well, guys, I mean, it's, those blinders can only be uh, so thick um, before you just say, okay, yeah, there are issues that are happening and they're not to the point that they can't be fixed. And I, I don't want to see Henry Cavill leave as Superman. I've enjoyed his Superman. Yeah. I think what has not been in his favor is a steady direction of where Kal-El is supposed to be. Yeah, agree. He has the look. Henry Cavill's a very good-looking man. There is no question. He sure. has the build to be Superman, and I think he has the charisma to be Clark Kent and yeah. Kal-El. There just needs to be a consistent, as with this version of Batman and this version of Joker and this version of Lex Luthor and all these other yeah. characters we've been introduced to, there needs to be a unified direction on where they're going. And Ryan, I would not have a problem at all if yeah. Batman and Superman took a back seat for a while to yeah. Wonder Woman. And she is the cornerstone and she is the foundation. I wouldn't have a yeah. problem with that. And you, you know, and, some, and like I yeah. said, whether Joker, Harley Quinn, we know Batman's going to be in that. That's your Batman appearance. And then you work towards whatever, whoever's going to put on the cape and cow probably not going to be Affleck. And you, and you work towards the Batman and you, and you reintroduce Superman in a way it can be done. Yeah. And in it, I think that if they really want this to be consistently respected, it can't yeah. be just hit, miss, hit, miss, somewhat of a hit, a little bit of a miss. It, it, it just can't be. But you know, and that's the thing, like it would have to be reset. And, and you think that's where Flashpoint comes in? And that's, and here's, you know, here we go. But, uh, you know, we, we think about timelines that have been reset in the past and how well that's worked. I think movie fans, moviegoers do not understand time resets. Movie fans don't like the, a plot reset. Um, that's a tough, it's tough to sell that. Like it, it really is like, okay, well let's just hit the reset button and try to move forward with the same franchise. And not just stop the whole thing altogether and just clean slate it and move forward. I think that's tough to do. And I think 
MCU is about to do it for the first time, I think, in, in Infinity mm-hmm. War 2. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get, it's going to be a, a reset because we're going to have to go backwards to undo what Thanos has done. But it's not in the way that we're resetting characters as much. Or correcting as, bad storytelling. Or correcting like there was bad storytelling. First Class and X-Men right. 3. And, this was uh, planned. This was a planned event that we should see a reset on. Sort of. Um, X-Men reset. Man, I th- I'm on the argument that that did not go well at all. Well, it, it worked for one movie. <laughs> the movie the where they reset movie. it. Yeah. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> Man, I love that movie. That movie is it's so a good. Great movie. It is so good. Days of Future Past is great, and we'll never, never not say that. Uh, it was, like I said, the reset movie that was cool, but that's the reset movie. Um, I, I think, and then after that, everything falls apart. And I'm, and I'm banking on that if DCEU, we are really, I mean, essentially, are so young into this into this timeline of stories. Um, where I, it feels young because of how there's not many movies in the timeline. No, no, there's not. And, and I think, and that's why I think it's young. It's since 2011, right? 2013, 2010. Is it 2010 was Man of Steel? No, hang on. I want to say 2011. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, well, nope. 2013. Wow. So we are young. Only into this. five years. Five years. So we are five years into this franchise, which at this point, MCU is five years old when Man of Steel came out. Yeah. And we were. And Avengers we didn't know that Man already, of Steel was even going to be a, a building yeah. block, right? Avengers had come out a year before Man of Steel. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Strap that on. Yeah, that's right. right. Oof, like wow. where we are at, right? Iron <laughs> Man 3, I think, was just... And everything just... Marvel's done. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... It's hard not to compare the two, man. It really is. Yeah. But, you can, but we, you're we can looking do at best. universes growing. You're looking at growing universes, and you're thinking, like, all the, all the events that led up to Avengers um, feels different because you had single shot movies and you had falling in love with character movies, Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Captain America, first Avenger Thor. That's what we got. And we were introduced to those characters singularly. We didn't have to understand them in a group setting. We didn't have to try to figure out how each one's going to talk to each other because the first time we saw Iron Man and then we saw Captain America the first thing that you thought when you left that theater was, I can't wait till they talk. Yeah. I can't wait till we see the showdown between Tony Stark, the egomaniac, and the first Avenger, Captain America. So would you Man, say that, that's going to be good? Would you say that DC made a mistake in throwing Batman and Superman together so quick? Oh, yeah. But I've been saying that since we did this whole thing. Yeah. This whole thing was a rush job to catch up. DCU has been a rush job to get to Infinity War in half the time. And we see the result of that. We see, yeah, man. We see the, hey, man, you know, you can freeze those patties and ship them further. (laughs) You know, you can freeze that hamburger and ship it. And we can, we can open more franchises that way. We can do it. 
Won't the quality go down for frozen patties? I don't think people really understand the difference. A burger is a burger. Yeah, dude, it really is striking, man. When you look at, uh, you know, Infinity War versus Justice League. I know that's not a fair comparison at all, but yeah. Okay, well, dude, I feel like we're taking a downer on this one, but let's rebound. (laughs) We don't like Joaquin (laughs) Phoenix as the Joker. We hold out well, hope. The D- I think it's we just the DC hope for problem, the DCEU. We hold out hope. Yeah. We're hoping that things are going to turn around. Uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm honestly, I know we like to say we hold out hope and we like to say, man, I want to be fair. I want to be fair. I want to be fair. At this point, reasonables, Ryan is one foot out the door on, on DCEU. I'm, Ooh, man, Wonder, I'll come back. I come that back hurts. in for Wonder Woman. Sure. I'll definitely come back. Dude, in for you Wonder won't go Woman. see Shazam? Oh yeah, Shazam's gonna be great. Okay, I still think you have two feet in. Maybe, maybe I'm just at the door. You- <laughs> I've got my hand on the knob. I'm trying to find. Okay, that I moment think that's a like, more fair assessment. Hand on the knob. I'm at the door because you know, not too long ago we were talking about Shazam trailer, and it's gonna be it's gonna be the 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 homecoming of of yeah of DCU, which is gonna be and, wonderful. And, and that's why that's why I feel like there's there's this hope. Be, but we're doing but we're doing single shot movies again. Like okay, like let's let these characters grow and develop and and move forward, and maybe we'll get you know maybe from here on we'll get that. And if we do, then fantastic, man! I love to see the next movie be a Flash movie. Well, yeah, it's still. Uh think it's still on the calendar i think i feel like we need to give the i think we feel like we may need to give the surly boys a break for a little while <laughs> the surly boys the surly boys who are the surly boys come on man kal and and bruce oh yeah the, <laughs> the t- yeah the two the gr- gr- what is it grump gr- the grumps man the two surlies <laughs> yeah 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 i think you're, you 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 could be 100 uh, percent right on that man you really could just be. need to give them a break we need a break from the surly <laughs> they need it i mean you know and to be fair like you know kal-el came back with a little bit more of a smile on his face at the end of uh at the end of justice league mm-hmm. he was a little bit more he was a little bit more approachable and the suit and had was a smile too you notice suit was brighter i'm just uh-huh. and you know that's cool like we got the right, ice like, breath as well too <laughs> Don't, Finally, don't, let's just. All right, we got to move on because I'm going to start. <laughs> Finally, got the ice breath. <laughs> which, which, yeah, it, which is not a complaint. We were excited. No, over no, that. no. Yeah, no. Yeah, we were very excited over that. It was just about damn time. <laughs> <laughs> Took him long enough. You know, we, we I know it's like out. you know you could have you could have used that ice breath on on Bruce there in uh, Batman versus Superman. Kind of put a quick end it to that. Cooled him off. <laughs> Cooled him off. He was a little hot. It's true. You know what killed the dinosaurs? We killed the Ice Age. The Ice Age. It would have been great. Sound of that stupid. Maybe that's why they could. They couldn't write around Ice Breath. I think that's why he never had it. It's like, man, he could solve a lot of problems with Ice Breath. We got to kill that. Ugh. I'm Mr. <laughs> Wide Christmas. I'm Mr. Slow. <laughs> we still got to do our Batman and Robin show, dude. That, dude, that, let's let's we got to commit on that. Well, let's we're, we're going to get a date in the next few. Then 
Yeah. Like, let's commit. Yeah. The next, it's going to be within the next three <laughs> shows. We are doing a Batman and Robin show within oh, the next three. Oh, man. Could be the so, next one, could be the one after that, or it could be the one after that. Uh, next three, may, we're doing. May need it. to be the one uh, after that. Um, because for the next, well, starting on the 29th for nine days, I will not be near a television for that sort of chicane. Oh, don't worry about it. No, I ain't worried about I'm We'll get it. I'm just saying that's why I gave the next three shows. And I'm either going to have to rent that or buy it, by the way, because I do not own that. Ooh. Man, is there a Blockbuster nearby has an extra copy? There's one in uh, Alaska, I think. Red, oh, no, it's Middle America. It's like Michigan or something. <clears throat> Netflix that. They got a Old Twitter school account. Netflix. <laughs> They've been, yeah, they're on they're the last the last blockbuster. I think is what they're called. Well, dude, I don't have anything else, man. Uh, I, I would bring up some print, but my my stack got about an inch and a half uh, thicker. Um, <laughs> yeah, a couple days ago. Um, so I I really can't add to that because uh, as much as we love the comic books, uh, have not had much of an opportunity to get my nose uh, into anything print related. I don't know if you have or not, if you've got right. anything that you want to bring up. Um, but in terms of like uh, the cinematic stuff, I don't really have anything left to add. Haven't watched Iron Fist season two. Uh, still sitting Dude. on halfway through episode two of Luke Cage season two. So yeah, there's that. I made it to the, I made it to the second episode of Jessica Jones. I um I did not watch Luke Cage at all and I forgot Iron Fist was even coming out until I saw it on the screen of Netflix's like homepage. Now, I uh, I I'm waiting on Daredevil season 3 and I think that's yeah. and Punisher season 2 because I did finish production on that. Yeah. And then I'm waiting on Dare and they've got some like cool pictures online of uh, Wilson Fisk of oh, uh, and, and it's just like, and he's got three dudes. It's really kind of cool, like how they're doing it. Bullseye. He's sitting. He's going to make a. a Bullseye is yeah, going to be in for yeah. sure. And Fisk is sitting on, on a prison bench and there's three guys behind him. It's like one, two, three. And I think it's a season three um, visual element. Very cool. Now, I will say this in defense of uh, Iron Fist. Even though I have not watched any of it. And you guys, Reasonableness, you all know how, how much uh, we thoroughly disliked season one. I mean, like, consistently disliked. For Iron, F- Iron Fist? Iron Fist. Not a lot of to Kung like. Lun. Not a lot to like uh, no. in that first season. There, there no. were a couple of things here and there, but what? We would say about 95% of it was not enjoyable. No, it was garbage. Joy. <laughs> the vocal fry. Ward, man. Ward, what is it? Is it Ward? Yeah, it was Ward. Joy. 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 <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Joy, Can you bring I me my drink? Even. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> Now, uh, I have I have heard, uh, not from like official reviews, but yeah. just from you know conversation here and there with yeah. real people sitting in front of me, existing in time and space, that it's that it's really not that bad. That it is cool. it, that it's better than the se- than season one, which is not yeah. a high bar. <laughs> so okay, you know, 
we're we're playing limbo with a bar that's you know uh, twenty feet high. So we're we're doing all right. I think we can get underneath that. So this so instead of throwing the garbage all over the street, we put it in the trash can. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you. We flushed this time <laughs> when we were done. This time we flushed. <laughs> and uh, so, but I, they have a couple, couple uh, friends uh, outside of the show have said that yeah. uh, it, it's enjoyable, that it's better cool. than season one, All right. that uh, Danny is much more likable, much more relatable. And in Danny's defense, uh, he was in the Defenders. He really was. I I thought yeah. Danny Rand was was much better written, and and again, I mean, you know, Finn, the the actor who plays Danny, who came from Game of Thrones, his character was fantastic, and he's a great actor. He was given just a lot of just crepe to work with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, they say he's and and I thought in Defenders he was written better. He was acted yeah. better. Uh, so they so, poked fun at all of the dramatic stuff. Yes, like, it, it, yes. it was refreshing, man. Yes, like, yeah. Uh, and that the events of Defenders actually weighs heavy on Danny throughout season two because if you remember at the end of the Defenders, he takes a, he doesn't take on the mantle of Daredevil, but he takes yeah. on the responsibility of protecting Hell's Kitchen. If you remember. He said, I'm, this is my job now that he is going to be the, the, the protector of hell's kitchen. Yeah. And that weight of that burden is starting to weigh heavy on his shoulders. Yeah. I like that idea. And I think that's really cool. And it also introduces a very, very cool character uh, named Typhoid Mary that if you've ever read Daredevil comics, she is very uh, appropriately named typhoid mary she causes quite the stir pretty much anywhere she goes and okay. that she will actually be in daredevil season 3 so uh iron fist season 2 and daredevil season 3 sound like they have a little bit of an overlap and i think that's a good thing i really well, really do so because rosario dawson's not not in them anymore i don't think no right and uh you know we haven't so no I haven't have finished a single character to tie the whole thing no together. well we might uh, actually have to use story now yeah and um <laughs> i don't know man i mean reasonableness you can spoil it for us if you want i have heard that she dies in cage season two i don't know if that's true or not oh maybe that's the case maybe, maybe. That's why she's um there. interesting okay uh <laughs> all right the beat the beat goes on if she did <laughs> i'm sure there's probably some of those in this show saying dude just watch season two and you'll know uh, yeah. easier said give than me an done. episode number yeah easier said <laughs> than done okay so yeah I, I, that, that has got me interested in in iron fist uh season two but yeah dude i mean it sounds like we're, be, we're being so negative nancy's this this time around on this show but you know when we talk about the quality you know jessica season one was really good took a couple episodes to build up steam yeah season two was a letdown and absolute letdown i do like that there was you know a references made in season two uh to the prison uh that was introduced in civil war where Mm -hmm. supervillains are escorted to yeah uh the rig and uh, i thought that was cool but yet we still continue to refer to the the incident, the Chitauri invasion is still the incident. 
It's referred yeah. to that in Jessica season two. It's referred that way in, in cage season two, episode one, they yeah. still use the incident. It's time to let that go and let these characters be fully adopted in to the MCU, even though we're never going to see them on the big screen. You're probably right. never going to see Iron Man just show up and Jessica Jones, but call it what it is. When the aliens invaded New York. Yeah. Right. And Ryan, what's really going to be interesting is does the events of Infinity War ever going to play into the Netflix series? I think that's an interesting conundrum. Because if you got an Avengers disappearing and somehow Jessica Cage, Daredevil, Iron Fist all somehow manage to dance their way through. <laughs> well, I guess it'll be how they remember what's going on, too. Yeah, like maybe what what the events of four part, you know, uh, part two will tell us how all that's going to play out. If, uh, you know, memories are memories are adjusted, then I guess you can just kind of go on. You yeah, don't really just, have yeah, to don't really have to address it. Yeah, uh-huh. well, that's an interesting point there. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, that's just how, how however they handle it. It'll be I mean, I, it would be absolutely ridiculous if they don't say anything about the snap and Thanos. The second um, incident. Well, the other the other one. <laughs> and also, can I just the, add the other one? I just want to add one other thing. Um, and then and then I'm done being negative about stuff that we love. Is the Netflix characters. MCU characters, they're, they're all considered street level, right? They're street level heroes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. With, in terms of the MCU, not in terms of print, because Cage has been a part of big cosmic mm-hmm. events as, as mm-hmm. well as the Punisher and things like that. But for this iteration, they're street level, right? Which mm-hmm. means, of course, not going to see them interacting with the Avengers proper at any, mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What... I still find a little bit of a head scratcher because really Spider-Man in both civil war and homecoming. Now things obviously changed in infinity war for, for young Parker. He was street level as well too. Yeah. Why wasn't there ever a mention in any of these shows about a, a spider man, right? Cause I mean, he patrols Queens. That's one of the five boroughs. Daredevil takes care of a borough. Cage takes care of a borough. Jessica is all throughout New York. She's in Manhattan. She's in Hell's Kitchen. She's in Brooklyn. She's all over the place, as well as Danny Rand. You know, I think it's a nod to that. I'm not saying I want a cameo. I'm not saying. Oh, no, no, like no, that, no. You're not going to get a Tom cool, Holland cameo. But what would have been cool is if Cage is walking through one of the alleys. And he and he just and he walks by uh, the thread. And he's like, what the hell's this? Or he just, he, there's some dude tied upside down with a yeah. note, you know, just like a, like a, like a Peter Parker type note. Like, Hey, Hey cops didn't have time. Yeah. You know, cut this guy. Well, like, I mean, if you just gave me just like the, the, just a, just the thread hanging off a beast on a, on a building. Yeah. Like, and just a look, that's all it would have to be. You could even do like that's an it. eye roll. Like, like he gets yeah. stuck on him. And he's like Spider-Man. Yeah. And just kind of, you know, like gets the webbing off of him and keeps walking. I don't know. Something like that would be, again, ties everything in. I don't know. We'll be great. Enough of that. Okay. 
But new. I know. This has been a negative show. Thanks for listening. We hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> we, really, oh, we really don't. Well, how about that Captain Marvel trailer, dude? Yeah, dude, let's end on that. Well, no, actually, let's do Captain Marvel. Then I really want to end on uh, the last Venom trailer and really just... No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> really take it on a high note. Should have seen my face. <laughs> I, gave, I gave John the dog ear. Yeah. Hmm? Huh? Really want to end it on Venom? Like when your dog goes, what? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? hmm? What are you doing? Hmm? Yeah, man. Old ladies getting punched in the face. I love it. I love <laughs> Dude, it. Dude, that was so great. Interesting trailer. I love the scrolls, man. I think that's going to be that. I thought that honestly, I thought that was a Fantastic Four thing. I I didn't even think that MCU had licensed to scrolls because that was heavy in Fantastic Four. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Yeah, because it's They're the Shi'ar, heavy in the Shi'ar Empire is yeah. X-Men. Uh, well, yeah, well, because, I mean, the scrolls were mentioned, dude. Scrolls were mentioned in um, Guardians Volume 2. Were they? Ronan the Accuser is a scroll. Or a Kree. He's a Kree. Because yeah, Ronan will be Kree. in this. Cause, yeah, because he's a, he's a Kree fanatic. Okay, yeah, okay. But I, I could have yeah. swore the scroll were are, are mentioned in Guardians Volume Two. I'm I pr- didn't sign any treaties with you. <laughs> Good Ronin impersonation. I don't I don't know what that is. He, are we gonna have a dance off on this one? Ooh, could be the best finale ever. <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> well, and it because it takes place in the nineties. Everybody dance now. <laughs> Jock jams, dude. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, man. Dude, that, CD. Yeah, that, this this is a good thing. Good way to end, dude. Yeah, that trailer looks really good. A lot of fun. Uh, I heaped a lot of praise on <clears throat> the lovely Brie Larson on our last episode. Again, I cannot recommend more. Uh, I think it's on Netflix. I think. F- through September, then I think it's going to go away. So then you folks may Is have to it rent really it, still? but it's called room with Brie Larson. Excellent movie. She's also fantastic. in Kong skull Island. She's a lot of fun in yep. that one. Great yeah, movie, by the way, movie. love yeah. the monster verse from Warner brothers. Yeah. So yeah, man, that trailer looks really cool. Um, <clears throat> the de-aging on Samuel Jackson. Fantastic. A Nick Fury with no patch. Oh yeah. Right. So cool. And uh, I, I like this take. I like having it set previous. It, it's going to answer so many interesting questions yeah. on where was she when the Chitauri first invaded? Where was yeah. she during many of the, the big events that happened throughout Earth? Not just what we saw in the MCU, but in, in other yeah. events. Where has she been? What has she been doing? Why has Nick never mentioned anything about her to anyone, right? Yeah. Um, we know Nick doesn't always put all of his cards on the deck, but you would think when putting think together what, the yeah. Avengers initiative that something maybe would have been saved or it's just that ace in the hole that he's going to keep. I think it's the ace in the hole, man. He's a next, the guy, right? He's a, you know, we, when he lifted the eye patch and scanned in and, and, uh, uh, Winter Soldier, and he shows up. One of those civil was that Civil War? No, 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 it was Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. You, you see, yeah, the, you see the damage. Uh, yeah, 
when he comes in and he and he's he says something about uh, uh, what does he say holding all the cards or something like that. Um, yeah. Anyway, or keep both eyes open is what he, I think is what he yes. what he says. Yes. He keeps yes. he keep both eyes open and he opens the he lifts it up and he scans in. I think um, he knows when to play his cards and he knows how to manipulate people. You know, and not in a necessarily bad way. I'm not saying that he's a, just a manipulator, but he he knows what to say when, and he knows how to get people to kind of do what. Oh, dude, a directive he worked, he that he wants Tony to Stark, do. Like there was no tomorrow, man. Yeah, of course. That's Played what I mean. him like, like a he knows, fiddle. He knows how to do that to people. Like he knows he knows how to do it to Cap, and he knows how to do it to. You know, he he's he's got him. He knows what to do, and I think for the first. When he saw the first uh, invasion happen, he was like, okay, like, this is, I know that this group can handle this. We don't need that. We don't need that yet. And I think it was a power play of, um, what is it? Um, what Thor mentions in uh, something, I think it was either in the Avengers or, or, subsequently after was that when when we opened when we messed with the tesseract we let the universe know that the earth was ready for for a different type of Correct. war yeah it was open um, season yeah like hey earth's ready to stand up for themselves like let's see what they got let's go let's get let's, it on you know so and i think and, and i think that phrasing because that was the first stage of it i think Nick knew like, okay, like we're at the first stage and it wasn't until he knew Thanos and the threat that Thanos brought that, you know, at the very, at that very end moment, because it wasn't until he was disappearing. He was in the middle of disintegrating when he, when he pressed that button. You know what is interesting too? Um, in, in, I've heard a couple of different theories, uh, on how Captain Marvel is going to, integrate into infinity war now obviously she wasn't yeah. in it okay she will right. be in the second one though we know yeah. she's there brie larson has been mm-hmm. cast and she's she's in the second one yeah is number one fury didn't really seem too surprised over what was happening he never is though that is true. That's, like, that's that's Fury, man. Like he, but he was he was waiting for this to happen. But I, that well, here's the, the thing, though. But he was did, waiting on the Avengers to clean it up. How did he know? And and this this is a theory that I that I I think holds some water. Now again, anytime we we start traveling these waters, right? Sure. We saw it happen with Last Jedi. We saw it happen with Infinity War. You you, you come up with these wild speculations, yeah. and when it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, it didn't go exactly how I wanted. Mm. <laughs> right. uh, well, everything sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> Just start crying. Luke didn't fight Kylo fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. But I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, that well, when Strange the was theory on, yeah, when Strange um, was was Nick. going through all the different scenarios on Titan. Yeah, yeah. Interesting theory that I read is that he's also traveling through time. Mm-hmm. 
Now, he very well, and, and they say this is potentially how you fix a, which I think is still a glaring plot hole in Winter Soldier when S.H.I.E.L.D. has to eliminate Stephen Strange. Well, why? Because <laughs> he's really good at brain surgery? Is that Strange went back in time and told Fury what was going to happen. And because Fury had detailed records on everything, therefore, and he wasn't very explicit with Stephen Strange, that would put still Strange on S.H.I.E.L.D.'s radar. And that's why he wasn't super surprised when the dusting happened. Now, it's an interesting theory. I don't think it holds... I, I, I'm not subscribing. I'm not writing yeah. a check and saying, I'm going to subscribe to that newsletter. Yeah, But it's interesting... Because, yeah, you know, Fury does kind of have a swagger about him. But going back and just rewatching just that that end credit scene. Fury has been taken by surprise before. Mm hmm. And mm -hmm. always didn't handle it real well. I mean, he almost died in the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. Walked into a couple of traps. Just walked into them. Now, you can say, well, it's because he trusted, and therefore, he, he didn't, the radar wasn't up. But just watching his body language, when he sees, uh, you know, Smolders, um, or excuse me, not Smolders, that's the actress's name, um, Agent Coulson. Now, Coulson's on S.H.I.E.L.D. What's her name? What? Agent, oh, my Josh. It's like right there on I the know. my tongue, too. It's getting late. But when he sees her just dust. Yeah. I don't know. It's like he just instantly knows what he's supposed to do. Yeah. And like he knows what's happening. So I just think it's an interesting theory. Could just be, like I said, just a wild fan speculation and one doesn't have to do with the other. But it's real exciting to see the kind of powers that she is going to have in, in talking yeah. about uh, Captain Marvel Hill. And, and how she could potentially shift this balance, yeah. you know? Um, All right. Here's my thought on, on that theory. I think that's very interesting. Agent Hill, by the way. Thank you. Maria Hill. Good um, grief. Maria Hill. I know, dude. That's okay. Uh, I don't think that holds a lot of wire only because of my theory on Stephen Strange anyway. All right. Well, okay. So I plugged back in my microphone so everybody can hear me talk again because that's the most important part. Yeah, we do. People need to hear you. <sighs> anyway, okay. So my theory is that I uh, that in Winter Soldier, if I'm remembering this movie right, uh, potentials were being detected and then eradicated, and that's why it was upwards of seven hundred thousand people across the United States mm -hmm. is that they were all potentials. So there was something in their DNA that made them just a little extra than the rest of humanity. And which honestly, which was my theory on why Dr. Strange was meant for the mystic arts. They told him you're meant for this. You were, you were meant for this is because that he was a little extra when it came to his abilities of as a surgeon, photographic memories, 
Um, he could scan through a book and instantly know it. He doesn't have to study it for years and years and years and years and spend years inside of, um, I almost said Kun Lun, <laughs> but years, uh, <laughs> years in Tibet, right? <laughs> seven years in Tibet. He didn't have to spend seven years in Tibet or go to Kun Lun. With Brad Pitt. With Brad Pitt. But again, there was something special about him in his DNA, in his makeup, in his genetic makeup that made him a target. So I, I'm not, I mean, you don't subscribe to that theory. I'm kind of with it. I'm not subscribing to that theory because Stephen Strange was already genetically uh, different to be detected by the, by the, by the weapon system in Captain America 2. There was something already about him. So yeah, I'm with you. I don't think it holds water because of that reason, but that's already my theory on Dr. Strange was special no matter what. Like he, he had enhanced abilities um, as like the perfect surgeon. <laughs> uh, and I think it, his enhancements were then guided into the mystic arts, which turned him into a, a master. So retconned problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, no. Yeah. no. But Captain, I mean, Captain I, Marvel I, I, is going to be kick-ace, though. Man, I I'm think excited so, man. to watch it. And I think she's going to be a linchpin for the the next phase of the Marvel. Oh yeah, well, that's too. gonna it's gonna be built right around. I think everything that she's going to be bringing in, like we've got, we've got an established. You know, I hate to say phase two because it's not really phase two, but I'm going to kind of like second. But they'd be in phase the, four, right? Yeah, it'd be phase four. But this new group, like this new Avengers, right? Um, this is this is a welcome. This is how you do it. If if this, if you're gonna do it, this is how you do it. And that's why I really like our idea of the name for the next movie, simply called the New Avengers. Yeah, man, that'd be really cool, right? But we'll but you're, just I mean, you're like, giving away the ti- you're giving away the end of that movie probably in the title. So, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so did so did the Empire Strikes Back, dude? I mean, I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> the new Avenger starring Chris Evans. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Chris Holmesworth. Okay, don't call it the new Avengers then, <laughs> smart ass. That'd just be good. Right after the new Avengers banner just kind of disappears off the screen. You see those four. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Did I, am I at the right theater? Off to a fresh start. <laughs> Just old and grizzled. <laughs> oh, here, here, here we go again. <laughs> Might have a Donald Glover just, cameo. I'm just picturing Hugh Jackman with just that big, thick gray beard. <laughs> that he had in shows up. <laughs> What's going on? Stop stop screwing everything up. <laughs> Don't worry, Fresh it's the new Avengers. <laughs> He's gonna make that old man just <laughs> 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 
fresh. Fresh, new. <laughs> it's definitely thick, not orange juice that's been sitting beards. out for three months. <laughs> fresh fresh as orange juice in the sun for three months. <laughs> oh, man. I think that's good to end on that laugh. That's good. <laughs> All right. So that sounds been a good, lot of, then. Been a lot of picking apart. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll leave people with a good laugh. <laughs> Go see Captain Marvel when it comes out. It's going to be five months. <laughs> you just have to wait half a year. <laughs> and wait, wait for our review. <laughs> before you don't see it. it. Yeah, don't see it until we review it. <laughs> you might catch it. You might catch it in the dollar theater <laughs> after that. Oh, Oh man. Well, cool. That's, you done? Uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're just getting loony at this point. Yeah, I know. We gotta wrap I'm it. Done. All right, I'm done. Cool. Let's wrap it. Well, this has been reasonable fan boys. My name is Ryan. I'm John. Have a good one. <laughs>